Hey there, everybody. This is Joel again with The Maven Minds, and we have a very special guest. Like every episode, we have Santiago Macedo with Macedo Homes. Um, you guys are going to like this episode. He's in the, the home building industry. And this gentleman graduated in 2010 from the University of Houston, Bauer College of Business. Uh, he got a degree in finance and entrepreneurship. He's the owner of Macedo Homes. He was written by a Metropolitan Builder, rated A-plus with the BBB. He's part of the Greater Houston Builders Association, a National Association of Builders, Texas Builders Association. And you can find him at MacedoHomeBuilders.com uh, via Facebook, House, that's H-O-U-Z-Z, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, please welcome to the show, uh, Santiago Macedo. Hey, Joel. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Uh, really uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, man, no problem. Uh, you know, thank you for your time coming over and everything like that. Um, I wanted to uh, shed some light on your business. Uh, you graduated from the Wolf Center uh, for Entrepreneurship. Uh, just if you can, let us know how you got started and where you kind of went from there. Well, uh, as I told you before, you know, I've never, uh, you know, I told myself I was going to be in the home building industry. Uh, my dad was in it and uh, I saw, you know, how uh, it was you know, how he dealt with clients and how I didn't want to deal with, you know, individuals as much. My thing was I wasn't going to commercial real estate and do business to business. You know, I, I wasn't going to care about, you know, I want pink walls or I want, you know, baby blue, you know, toilets, whatever. You know, uh, so um, after I graduated from U of H, from the Wolf Center from Entrepreneurship and, and you know, with a finance mate, double major, I uh, entered with some commercial real estate guys and, uh, you know, this was back when we were at the, in the lows, you know, in the market, you know, real estate was really bad. What year was this? You know, it was back in 2009, 2010. Yeah. You know, when I was uh, fixing to graduate, I was looking for a job, but, you know, I went and I looked almost everywhere and I couldn't find something, you know, like nobody was, you know, hiring for real estate. Everybody was firing people, you know, they were like, you know, sure. we're, we're trying to let go, you know, we don't really want to bring on people right now. So, uh, so you've known about this industry for a while. I mean, when did your dad get you in, involved with all this? Like, it, let's start when you were a little bit younger. I mean, when I was younger, you know, uh, my parents, you know, they told me if I wanted, you know, something, I had to work for it. So, you know, before school started, during the summer, you know, I had to go to work on construction sites and, you know, sweep floors or, you know, uh, pick up trash. Sure. Et cetera. So. Um, they were prepping you. Yeah. Well, I mean, they never wanted me to be in the home building and construction industry. You know, they wanted to be a lawyer or a doctor, you know, or be some kind of professional and so were they going to help? I mean, were they going to give you the option of, I mean, they, they were going to pay for the school and everything or? Yeah. You know, uh, they told me they wanted me to be a doctor, a lawyer, that they'll help me throughout it. You know, uh, they never wanted me to be an entrepreneur or, you know. And why do you think that? I mean, what is it do you think that, you know, that there was a reason why they were just so biased towards you not doing that? I guess, you know, they knew it was more secure for me to get a job you know, go work for someone else and have a steady paycheck than to suffer through, you know, ups and downs of the market or maybe in failure, you know, uh, sometimes business, businesses don't go as you expect them to go or, or, I mean, sometimes you don't know how to manage them or grow them the right way or bring in business. So, I mean, so was it, so what is it that kept you in the game then? And why did you want to go and take, I mean, it's a big risk to take on, especially in the home building business and especially here in Houston with it being so volatile, I mean, why, why do you want to take on that risk? Is it just the, I mean, the fun of it? Is it just something that interests you? What was it? I mean, I mean, once I, you know, 
did my first deal, you know, I was hooked. You know, I became a deal junkie. So I mean, what was it that got you hooked? Was it the the money? How much was your first deal? I mean, it was you know the whole process. You know, uh, I guess it's all about closing the deal. You know, for me, it was about you know every time I got a deal, you know, I got this you know this rush, you know this you know happiness came through me. You know, it's like oh man, I closed another deal. So you know, whenever you know I started one deal. Then, you know, I, I thought I was just going to do, like, another deal. And then, you know, after a while, another deal. But, you know, I started, you know, uh, going through all these sales books and, you know, researching. And I think you told me something that you read. Uh, and he might have inspired you. A Donald Trump uh, a book or something, wasn't it, that you said that may have inspired you a little bit? Or you it, read an article? It was a book about, like, the top salesmen in, in the country, so, you know, about different industries and stuff. So I started applying that to my business and... You know, it just uh, amazed me how, you know, by making people visualize, you know, I was able to close so many deals, you know, giving people, you know, uh, also a bank for their buck, you know, so sure. not only was I able to, you know, uh, help them visualize, but also, you know, giving them a good deal, you know, and being honest and trustworthy. So during your, uh, I guess you growing up during high school and college, I mean, were you still very active in, in, in that field and industry? Were you still learning about the industry? I mean, during uh, high school and college, you know, I wasn't really involved in it. Uh, high school was just doing it part-time so I can get, you know, uh, a paycheck. It was just, you know, for me to get a, you know, an allowance or whatever. And in college, like I said, you know, I wanted to be in commercial real estate development, or which I still want to. But uh, like I said, you know, things didn't go as planned. You know, I, you know, I had this whole thing, you know, I was going to go work for someone. In commercial real estate, be there for a couple of years, you know, get my 10,000 hours of experience in that industry and then go out and start my own. Right. But, you know, uh, things didn't turn out as planned. You know, the market sucked. You know, uh, there weren't hiring. So I was forced basically to go into business. Uh, so my dad had this doorman company that he wasn't using no more. And, you know, I, uh, I used it for because they had a little bit of history. And, you know, when people look at me, they say, oh, you know, you're too young. You know, how can you do this? So I uh, use that as my advantage, you know, right. because it had some, you know, it was, I don't know, 10, 15 years old. So, so you were actually yeah. at what, uh, uh, how old were you when you uh, were actually going out there representing the company? Because you say you were out there looking, uh, you know, for a job and things like that. I mean, uh, I mean, I started doing small jobs you know, right out of college when I couldn't find a job. You know, I was doing small jobs here and there. And, you know, uh, sometimes I have to lie to people of my age, you know, if they ask me, how old are you? I'll be like, I'm 25 and I was, you know, 21. Sure. But it's just because like in my industry, people see age as like, you know, more experience. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I was fighting through a lot. But now when people see my projects and what I can do and they talk to me, you know, they're, oh, you know, this guy knows what he's talking about. You know, he's young, so he brings you more innovation, innovation, you know, and better ideas. So they didn't know that you had that experience from you growing up and they just looked at your age. So... What is it that you did to turn it around then after you, you know, you said that your, your, your I guess your, your dad, correct, he had this company that was very dormant. Uh, what was it that made you turn this thing around and, and, you know, get all these awards and, you know, you're, you're ready to be, you know, with the BBB and things like that? How, how did you turn it? Well, uh, like I said, you know, it was a dormant company, but, you know, I was, I went through that entrepreneurship program at U of H, you know, uh, WCE. Sure. So, uh. WC really changed my mindset. You know, I thought business was a certain way, but, you know, we had two professors, you know, that I really enjoyed having class with, and they really changed my mindset of how things work or how to think, you know, and 
it really opened up my eyes. So, you know, I took this company that was dormant and I just looked at my competition. I studied my competition. What is it that people are looking for? I mean, what are they not getting? Because, you know, you, always, you have all these complaints about, you know, you know, people buying houses and, you know, they have a problem with the home builders, with the contractors and see how I can give them the best bang for their buck and, you know, keep them happy and give them options, give them choices to where they're not limited to just what I wanted, but they could have a dream house still, you know, where it's still at a budget or at a price point that they can afford. Okay. So now that you have all this going, what's the vision then that you have for, uh, it's Macedo Home still at this point, correct? This is yes, what, correct. okay. So what, what's the vision then that you have for this company that you're going to want to take it further to, to grow it? Well, uh, we are looking at expansion. Uh, like I said, you know, we've, we've grown rapidly, uh, from when I took it, from when I did my first project, you know, in the last year and a half, two years, you know, I've grown, you know, dramatically, you know, uh, what is it like over a thousand percent or so from my first project. Uh, so the, the idea is to expand to other, right now we're mostly in the Houston, greater Houston area, you know, we sure. have a lot of our projects being in Fort Bend County, but you know, I'm starting to try and get more market share, like, you know, Northwest Houston, East, you know, the North Houston area. And then, you know, we are, we have built a house out in the Hill Country. We will look into expanding out there in the next couple of years. So our goal is, you know, to uh, be one of the dominant players in the build on your land. Right. Uh, segment of custom home building. So how do you deal with competition? I mean, there's a lot. I mean, Houston's a big market. How do you deal with that? Well, uh, you know, like I said before, you know, giving my clients the best bang for their buck, you know, uh, giving them options, uh, you know, uh, making them, you know, building their dream houses. So by, you know, being trustworthy. Customer service. Yeah, customer service. You know, we have right. rated, you know, A plus in the Better Business Bureau. So you're telling me, I think a story, I'm sorry, uh, you were telling me a story not too long ago that you actually had a client find you on the BBB and narrow you down out of how many builders? Out of uh, 50, she said. Out of 50. And yeah. she was going to be making a decision based off of you being part of the BBB and A plus, because I know it's rankings, there's A minus, B plus, kind of like a the way we did, you know, kind of like with our schooling back in the day, but you're A plus. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, just was like two days ago, she sent me an email that, you know, she had narrowed down her list and, you know, I was one of the top five builders that she was looking to uh, have her home built with. So, you know, I called her and she said, you know, give me a call next day. So I gave her a call and you know, we started talking and I asked her, you know, so how did you find me? She goes, well, you know, we went through the, you know, we researched some, a lot of builders. We drove around and we, you know, went online, researched a lot of builders and ultimately, you know, we checked, you know, for ratings, you know, uh, reviews. And then, you know, you were in the better business viewer and you had you know a plus so you know you're one of our top five guys right now and uh my goal is to make it the top guy and get that deal under contract that's good and congratulations i mean customer service how is customer service because i think in this industry that you're in customer service is how important because i know a lot of people get burned it's right? really important i mean uh, a lot of my business to be honest was word of mouth and drive by so i do a lot of marketing i mean uh, i used to do a lot of google adwords not no more uh you know i have road signs you know i'm having a billboard going up uh but initially you were, you weren't like this in the beginning i mean when you were starting this i mean at 20 years old or 20 oh, yeah, 22 yeah. 22 
I mean, you didn't have thousands of dollars or did you to start off with all this big advertising? How did you start it up, uh, kind of getting your, your, your way going? I mean, it was all through customer. I mean, to be honest, it was customer service. Uh, you know, people, well, on the first, first one, I built this, you know, spec slash model house. So, you know, I told all my trades, you know, this is going to be the first house. You know, I need to make it to where it's, you know, looks real awesome, but at a, a good price. And, you know, that's how I'm going to call clients, you know, because people drive by, they, you know, view houses. So if I can make this house grab their attention, you know, it'll be one of my biggest selling factors. Right. And that was one of my biggest selling factors. And then, like I said, you know, people came in, they looked at the house, they looked at my product, they looked at the competitors, you know, and uh, they liked it. And, you know, after a while, you know, it all started becoming word of mouth. And you Um, work with them one-on-one, you don't have anybody else. You think that's part of the success? Yeah, I mean, uh, I... I have uh, two, three different architects that I work with. So, you know, we, I work mostly with my clients, but sometimes they'll meet with my architect or, you know, right. they'll, we'll sit down, we'll see what changes they want, you know, how they want their house to look, you know, I'll show them some of my sample plans and you know, we'll make some changes in the mouth, go meet the architect. But we do have a lot of one-on-one time and then, you know, uh, they, they can call me during, you know, anytime to see if they have any questions or if any concerns, you know, they email me and, you know, but usually, uh, I'm pretty good at, at being responsive. So, right. So they're happy. Well, that's good. I mean, you could tell, I mean, we, you know, all the things that you've done already is, is definitely, uh, um, you know, all because of that. So definitely well, good job with that. Um, you know, I was asking, you know, how, how do you do it with your first one? I mean, these houses are going for millions, you know, you know, 500,000. I mean, where do you get the money to invest this? I mean, I, I couldn't even think of, about doing that if I was starting this, you know, that's it's a high capital amount to invest. How did you do it? I mean, your first, your first home. Well, uh, the first home I built was, uh, was like, uh, sub $500,000 house. Right. You know, uh, so luckily my family had a piece of land that they were looking to get rid of. So I said, you know, I talked into, uh, to give me the opportunity to build on it. Right. And then, you know, I'll return them the, the money once I sold the house. So I did that through the land and the loan. You know, I built the first house. And then the rest of them, uh, I positioned my company to where, you know, I'm doing building your land, but my clients pulled the loan. So it, you know, it takes a lot of the risk away from my company. And it also lets the client control more of it because, you know, they, they have more control over the builder right as if you know they don't want something you know they don't have to approve the draws so i have a contract with my clients and the bank and the financing goes through my client and the bank so i don't have to you know provide a lot of, i don't have to provide like capital except cash flow through you know for each project through through when i get my draw for whatever work has been done so that's how i position my company to uh, minimize you know capital requirements okay okay um, so how do you, uh, automate your, your, your business? I mean, how do you keep it going by itself? Uh, I mean, I know you can't do this by yourself. There's a lot of things you need to do. I mean, there's so many trades involved. Uh, I mean, how do you keep it? Uh, what, what help do you have? Well, I mean, at the beginning it was all me, <laughs> you know, uh, mostly. So, uh, it was a challenging time, hard time. Uh, but you know, as, as you do more and more of these, you start, seeing, you know, how you can systemize the process and, you know, make it more, you know, faster and convenient for you. So, 
you know, I buy software, you know, I have a software for estimating. Then, you know, I've recently, you know, bought this uh, software called Builder Trend that's more of a project management software that helps me keep things on track. Yeah. And I also hired an assistant that, uh, you know, he does a lot of the legwork about opening projects, you know, going to job sites, meeting the subcontractors, you know, making sure, you know, things get done. So, you know, I'll give a, a punch list or a list of items to be completed and then he goes out there and make sure that things are done and, and, and I still go out to the projects and see what's going on for you know quality control and right meeting with clients <clears throat> but you know I, I really couldn't do it on my own now you know since I've been growing I'm, right I'm too I'm spread too thin if I want to do it on right my own. so sales I mean have you hit that million uh, I mean how, how are sales everyone wants to know you know uh, you know are, are you a millionaire I mean, sales are good. I mean, uh, we've definitely passed the million dollar mark, you know, in a couple of millions. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're growing. So we're, we're, we definitely want to. You so know, you, are you making million, two, three? Can you disclose that? I prefer not to disclose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you're up there. You're yeah. up there. That's good. That's good. Congratulations. Uh, that's real good. So what can you tell us uh, about thinking big? Well, I mean, uh, a lot of it's about, you know, uh, the mindset, you know, have, having the right mindset because, you know, if, uh, if you, if you have all this, if you have fear, you know, fear won't let you go after what you want. So fear is one of our biggest setbacks. So, I mean, like, you know, there's, there's a quote that I tell my, my friends, you know, I said, don't let fear of failure stop you from going after your dreams. Cause okay. a lot of people, you know, they have goals, dreams, but it's just fear. You know, fear is one of your worst enemies. In right. Business. And, you know, uh, being indecisive, you know, there's a lot of people that are indecisive. You know, I have clients that are really indecisive. What it does is it ends up costing them more money and making the project take longer. So, I mean, if you're indecisive, you really shouldn't be in business because you're not going to make it. You know, you can't be indecisive and be in business. But those are, yeah, definitely. I mean, no, I, I completely understand. I mean, it, it does take a lot of decisions, uh, decision-making to, to do that. So how, how do you keep yourself uh, up to up to date with things? And uh, are you a part of any associations or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I joined, you know, like like we said, the Greater Houston Builders Association, which is the association for home builders in Houston. And then, you know, part of the Texas Association of Builders, you know, the National Association of Builders. Uh, there's a chapter in Houston for green built homes that I'm part of. Uh, and I also joined a mastermind group with a focus on real estate. Uh, with a good friend of mine called Brand Phillips from Invest Home Pro. Uh, you know, most of his real estate, you know, we talk about marketing, you know, lead generation, you know, uh, sales, you know, everything you think about real estate, you know, uh, commercial property. So, uh, you know, being surrounding yourself with, with the like minded people and people that, you know, uh, they're doing things will really help you. You know, uh, so a lot of it's association and the friends you hang out with. Definitely. So I was going to kind of get into that. Do you have any mentors or anything like that that, that, that helped you along the way? Yeah, I mean, I have uh, quite a few, you know, almost a handful that, I, uh, that I've had over the past couple of years. You know, and some of them I still go out, you know, I call them, tech, you know, email them. Well, I go to their office and, you know, and you know, they, don't ha they don't have to help you, you know, monetarily wise to be your mentors, but, you know, they give you good advice and, their knowledge you know, yeah, yeah their knowledge you know, their experience the most important thing you know right they'll tell you, you know if something doesn't sound right or you know you know because they've been through through where where you're going through you know so right they, they know 
What What's the best advice they gave you, or one of them that you can recall? I mean, uh, to just keep going. I mean, when I, whenever I was struggling after college, I had this one mentor, and you know, he uh, he always told me, you know, don't give up, you know, because when when things get hard, is that you're doing something right. Usually, a lot of people give up when things start getting hard. That's a good one. I like and, that. And, I like you know, that. Uh, persistence and tenacity, you know, is real important. So, I mean, if things get hard, hard, it's because you're doing something right. Well, hard in what way? Because I know it sometimes it is hard for some people in different ways, but hard in what? Maybe growing pains, getting too much business, hard well, to. I mean, growing pains, you know, uh, sometimes you have too much business, you don't know what to do. Uh, sometimes, you know, sales are not where you want them to be at. Mm -hmm. But if you give up, you're not, you wouldn't know what would have happened if you right. kept going. So, you know, just keep going. In. I mean, do it smartly also. I mean, you don't want to just be, you know, bleeding money. Right. But don't give up too quick, too soon. So, with this here, uh, I know do you you built spec homes as well. Um, what are you seeking any investors? Uh, any any opportunities for anybody out there listening that they may want to look into? Well, uh, like I said, you know, through my mastermind group that I met, a lot of us are well. They have a lot of private lenders and uh, investors. So uh, one of our goals is to you know also set up an investment side where we have investors come to us and. You know, so it's the win. You know, we we want to make it a win-win to where you know they invest money, we make money, and they get a bigger return than they would. You know, having the money in the bank or in a four or one k, you know, in a you know CD or definitely bond. You know, yeah, just different, just different investments, uh, different vehicles. So this one's just another another mode. So um, any any uh, any shout outs you want to give to anybody out there? Uh, you know that you feel. You know, just in case they're listening, uh, you know, you want to give any shout outs or thanks to anybody? Yeah, I mean, uh, first of all, to all the U of H grads out there and, you know, alumni and current students, you know, uh, to my mastermind group founder, you know, uh, Brad Phillips with Invest Home Pro, you know, he's really uh, helped me, you know, uh, expand my business as well and, you know, helping me with the marketing side right now. And what advice would you give anybody just based off of your experience and all this to anybody listening again, most likely U of H students? Uh, some out of towners, but uh, um, what do you feel is the best advice you can give to people? Maybe even starting a business, or maybe just a life lesson. I mean, like I said, I mean, uh, fear is your worst enemy. I mean, don't let fear stop you from doing what you want. I mean, uh, it can be anything, you know. Uh, but fear, you know, fear can cause more harm than good. You know, just go after it. You know, don't let fear stop you. Okay, great. And uh, what was your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Well, I don't think I've had my biggest one yet. I have a lot of them, but, uh, you know. Uh, what was the, the major one or the, the, the one that you can recall the most that you learned a good lesson? I mean, not, not being, uh, in my business, it was, you know, not being organized and not planning prior to, you know, a certain project. You know, this project cost me, uh, cost me money and time. But I mean, I don't want to go into all the details, but it was part of my fault for not being, you know, planning prior and not, you know, uh, being organized. So being, uh, you know, organized and planning is very important. Yeah, you know, so, like they say, you know, if you, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Right. That's good. Uh, any books you recommend people reading, or one that you're reading, or maybe one of your favorite books that you that maybe inspired you or changed your life, or something that maybe you can recommend to people. I mean, uh, I really like Rich Dad Poor Dad, especially if you're in real estate. Uh, you know, any books from Napoleon Hill, you're good. So, uh, I mean, those are some of my favorite books. You know, Think and Grow Rich. 
Thinking Grow Rich. Okay, and and uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Dad. Robert Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, Robert Kiyosaki, he's a great guy out there. Okay, and uh, any quotes by anybody that that uh, that kind of keep in uh, keeping your mind that you like to uh, to quote? Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, Thomas Jefferson said, you know, I find that the harder I work, the more luck I seem to have. And this is Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, that's a good quote. Good quote. Um, well, we're gonna go ahead and close it up here. Uh, I thank you for your time, Santiago. Uh, really do thank you again. Uh, how can people find you and how can they reach you? I mean, uh, they can find me at mosetohomebuilders.com. And that's, and, uh, and I believe that sometimes it's kind of hard to, uh, people yeah. don't understand that your last name sometimes, but it's uh, Macedo, that's M-A-C-E-D-O, and then homebuilders.com, and the home is uh, um, singular, not plural. Correct. Yeah, okay. And it's Macedo Home Builders dot com and they could find you there and uh, is there any promotions or anything for anybody listening well i mean if anybody's in the market for a new custom home uh sign up before summer 2016 just say you heard me at the maven mines and i'll give you 2500 dollars worth of upgrades for free 2500 yeah 2500 yeah 2500 that's a lot that's a lot okay well thank you again santiago i appreciate your time um, I know you're a busy guy. Again, uh, thank you listeners for listening to The Maven Minds again. And uh, again, I just wanted to shed light on local Houston entrepreneurs, uh, specifically from U of H, the University of Houston, um, to, to share their story and a way for them to get their name out there and for the city of Houston to support uh, your local entrepreneurs. I always feel that at the end of the, of the day, uh, all we have is each other to, to support, and um, I feel that we should uh, support our alumni, um, support our city, and um, really give, uh, give us a chance to, to show you what we have uh, to offer. So check out Santiago Macedo uh, at macedohomebuilders.com. Uh, let them know that you... Uh, you heard about them through the Maven Minds, and you will get $2,500 worth of upgrades. Um, if you like these podcasts, please subscribe to us in the iTunes uh, podcast or on SoundCloud. And I'll have links to all that here in the notes and the info. And uh, if you like all these, again, like I said, subscribe. And we'll be here again next week for another episode of The Maven Minds. Thank you very much, everybody, and thank you, Santiago. All right, thanks, Joe, for having me. And uh, everyone, have a great day, and you know, keep at it. Definitely. Thank you, Santiago, and uh, go Cougs. <laughs>